MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present Ball in his hands, game on the line Friday, no, tipped up by Nance, at the horn Hardwood takeaways It's Lillard, he got the shot off Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways, brought to you by the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can find me on the Twitter, at Bogman Sports. We got a ton of weekend action to cover, so let's just dive right in here. We start with the two win teams, teams that won two times this weekend. And the first one is, of course, the Milwaukee Bucks beating the Kings 127-106 on the road and another road game against Portland, 122-101. They're now 35-6. and uh, that is a pace to win 70 games this year. Uh, that would be the third time to happen in NBA history. If it were to happen, the Warriors did it in 15-16, and the Bulls did it 
in uh, 95, 96. So in that first game against the Kings, they actually did a great job at stopping GA. They held them to a season low, 13 points. But, uh, you know, Middleton had a double-double, 27 uh, points and 11 boards. Bledsoe scored 24, and they went on a 20-3 run in the third, and they were up 80-66, to and that was pretty much it. Uh, against Portland, the lead got as big as 22 points, and GA was not going to go uh, two bad games in a row. 32 points, 17 boards, 6 assist with two threes. Middleton had 30. Bledsoe had 29. And like I said, they are on pace to win 70 and they're making a joke out of their opponents lately. So 35 and six, the Bucks are Lakers 32 and seven. So far they beat the Mavs 129, 114 on the road and 125, 110 over the Thunder on the road. They won their two road games as well. They had a 22-point lead by halftime against the Mavs. AD didn't play in that one. Kuzma started for him. Uh, the Mavs pulled within 10 in the third but could never cut it to single digits. Uh, LeBron had a huge game, 36 points, 16 boards, 7 assists, and 3 threes. Uh, he missed the game with the flu against the Thunder, and AD missed, but Rondo came up big, or as uh, they, they've been calling him on social media, on social media, CP3, because the one dude like went up to him in a shoe store and gave him this big hu- hug and said, look, it's my favorite point guard, Chris Paul. And he was like, what? What is happening? If you guys haven't watched it, it's pretty funny. But um, he had 21, 12, and 8. That's eight wins in a row for the Lakers. They were up 73 to 49 at halftime over the Thunder in this game. Uh, Kuzma had 36 points and four threes uh, as he was starting with no AD and no LeBron in that one. The Jazz also won their two games. They beat the Hornets 109-92 and uh, the Wizards 127-116 on the road. They're 27-12. The game against Charlotte was just a wire-to-wire win. The Hornets had seven first-quarter turnovers that led to 14 points for the Jazz. The lead got up to 25 a few times in the second, and the Hornets were just never close in that game. Uh, The game against Washington gave them a nine-game win streak. They've won 14 of the last 15. They're down 15 points in the third quarter and came back to win. Uh, Donovan Mitchell didn't play in that one because he had the flu as well. It's going around to all the teams right now. Quinn Snyder said about this game, obviously Donovan is one of our key guys. So there's always going to be a lot of adjustment. That's He was kind of explaining why they were down 15 in the third. Um, uh, a little different from any player. I thought our guys did a really good job of absorbing uh, that collectively. Uh, the Nets also went 2-0. They had that big losing streak, and now they've won two straight. Uh, Levert, uh, they beat uh, Miami 117-113 and 108-86, both home games against the Hawks. 18-20 is their record now. Levert hit a three to go up 112-111 with a minute and nine seconds left. And then Prince hit a shot to go up three with 25.9, and that was it against the Heat. And the game against Atlanta, the game that everyone is way more interested in, was the Kyrie return game. Kyrie came back. They outshot the Hawks 53 to 33%. I mean, the Hawks just looked like they had given up in this game. Uh, Kyrie made 10 of 11 shots, 21 points, four boards, three assists, and a steal. Um, Two straight wins after losing seven in a row, and they led by as much as 39 points against the Hawks. Like I said, uh, they they outshot them by 20%. You're never going to win a game in the NBA. Uh, having your opponent outshoot you by 20%. The Grizzlies are on a nice little run right now. 
They won both their games, 134-121 against the Spurs, and then 122-102 against the Warriors. They're 18-22 and now. Uh, they moved into the eighth seed in the West by beating the Spurs. Uh, they uh, The Spurs actually pulled it within three at 116-113 to in the fourth, but then the Grizz made three straight threes to lead 125-113, and that was that. Jaw had a big game in that one, 22 points, seven boards, 14 assists, and two steals on a 11 of 20 shooting, and the game against the Warriors was a huge Valanchunas game. Uh, 30 points, 19 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and two blocks. I believe this was his 20th double-double of the year. They took a 19-point lead in the fourth quarter and won by 20, and they outscored the Warriors 62-26 to in the paint. Just not a close game in that one at all against the Warriors, who are one of a few teams that don't have 10 wins yet. And the most surprising thing of this weekend, the Phoenix Suns go 2-0. They beat the Magic 98-94, 192 over the Hornets. They're 16-23 now. And I was just talking all this smack about DeAndre Ayton, saying maybe the Suns are better without him, but clearly not. Um in the game against the Magic at 94 to 90. Booker hit a three to pull it within one, and then he hit another three with 30 seconds left, and then Rubio saw an inbound pass, and that was that against the Magic. Uh, close game all the way through until the Suns won it in the last minute. And then uh, against the Hornets, uh, they cut it to two with a minute and 44 seconds left at 89-97, but the Suns finished on a, an 11-5 run to win it. Uh, they started this game down 13 to 1 before really waking up and there was another little scare where DeAndre Ayton uh, came up limp he turned his ankle just like a little bit but he returned in the game so I mean the Suns have been missing him clearly and it seems like he's finally starting to fit in and they're getting some wins behind him so uh, the Suns 2 and 0 16 and 23 and I'm telling you that eight spot that the Grizzlies currently hold that they just stole away from the Spurs is up between a bunch of teams uh, coming up here. The one win teams this weekend, the Celtics had lost three straight and they came to this game angry against the Pelicans and they beat them 140 to 105. They're 26 and 11 now. They outshot the Pelicans by 15%, 55-40%. And Brad Stevens gave them a day off uh, during that bad losing streak. And it really seemed to re-energize them, obviously. Jason Tatum had an enormous game in this one. 41 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals, 6 triples. And he was 16 of 22 shooting. Just a great game. My Rockets went 1-0, beating the Timberwolves 139-109, uh, bringing their record to 26-12. Harden went over 20,000 points scored for his career in this game. They led by double digits pretty much the whole way through. Capella didn't play with a foot injury, but Mike D'Antoni says that it is a minor foot injury, so he should be fine moving forward. Uh, The Pacers 1-0 this weekend, beating the Bulls 116-103 on the road. They're 24-15 now. Uh, The Pacers took a seven-point lead in the fourth quarter and immediately extended it to 15. The second unit outscored the Bulls' second unit 58-31. That was really a difference in this one. The Bulls did cut it to four points in the fourth quarter, 103-99, but the Pacers ended on a 13-4 run. So it kind of got close there, but not really. Um, 
The Cleveland Cavaliers 1-0 this weekend, 111-103 on the road against Denver. They win only the fifth loss at home for Denver this season. The Cavs are 12-27 now, still 15 games below 500. But it was the second win in a row after the whole slugs, thungs, thugs thing, which has basically been debunked. Like When I read that, I was like, ooh, you don't slip on thugs. You just don't. But apparently, John Beeline has called them slugs the entire season. This wasn't like a Freudian slip or anything. Uh, he probably had said slugs. No one else came forward except for one player. We don't know who the anonymous source was, but a bunch of the players, including you know Tristan Thompson and Kevin Love and a bunch of those guys have uh, come forward and said, yeah, no, uh, he probably said slugs. No one else complained about it. So... Um, it seems like this is a non-issue, and maybe there's one guy in the locker room that just doesn't like Beeline. And, uh, you know, like I said, a couple things have happened this year. So if they're all coming from one, you know, basically jerk that doesn't want to practice hard, then, um, you know, it's it's real. There aren't more. There aren't problems. Just the stuff that we hear filtered through seems like there's more issues than they actually are. But uh, Denver took the lead in the fourth, 96-95, but the Cavs ended with a 16-7 run. Tristan Thompson, 18-13-2, and Kevin Love with a huge game, 19-15, two assists and a steal in that one. Uh, the teams that split, obviously the Nuggets lost to the Cavs in that game, uh, but they beat the Clippers 114-104. They're 27-12 and now. Um, you know, like I said, they cut it, but the Cavs hit the three threes in a row and ended on a nice run. Against the Clippers, they got up by as much as 20, but the Clippers pulled it within six with a minute and 11 seconds left. But Patrick Beverly fouled Jokic. Doc didn't agree with it. He freaked out. He got two techs and tossed, and uh, Jamal Murray knocked down both of those. And that was pretty much your game there. I mean, you go up eight points with less than a minute left. It's hard to come back. So uh, tough, tough loss for the Clippers. They did beat the Warriors 109-100, though, but they lost that game on the road to Denver, and they're 27-13, and so just a half game behind the Nuggets. Uh, but the uh, the Warriors were actually up 10 going into the fourth quarter of that game. But the Clips went on a 21-6 run over the next six-plus minutes to get the lead back and held on to it. They were 8-12 of 12 from the field in the fourth to 3-for-11 for the Warriors. And um, in that game against Denver, it was the second missed game in a row for Paul George. And that was the Doc Freakout game. The Mavs. Uh, lost to the Lakers 114-129, but they beat the Sixers 109 to 91. They're 24 and 15 now. No AD for the Lakers uh, or Porzingis for the Mavs in that game against the Lakers. Luca had 25, 10 and seven, eight of 19, and uh, this is what he said: "I played really bad. I felt like I don't know how to play basketball. It wasn't me. I got to get better, a lot better." Um, dude had almost a triple double and he's complaining about this. And by the way, he's still 20 years old, not old enough to buy a beer even. So, uh, I think he's putting a little too much pressure on himself, but he played well in the next game against Philly. And I mean, just Philly didn't play well. Uh, Porzingis missed that game too. Uh, they were down 12 in the first half, but came back to tie it before the half. The Sixers took 18 more shots than them but only shot 37% to Dallas's 50%, and that was the big difference in the game. And we'll hear what Brett Brown had to say about that later. Uh, the Spurs split the weekend, 121-134. They lose to the Grizzlies, but they 
beat the Raptors 105-104 on the road. They're 17-21 and now. That game against the Grizzlies uh, bumped them out of that playoff spot, uh, but they pulled within three um, in the fourth, but the Grizz went on that 18-8 to run to end it. A big rally against the Raptors, 18 points down at one point in this one to get the win. They were down 13 uh, going into the fourth and went on a 19-5 to run. Uh, to take the lead by one. The Raps tied it at 100 with a minute and 17 seconds left. Uh, Siakam hit a free throw. Bellinelli made a three, making it 103 to 101 with 29 seconds left. The Rosen hit two free throws, making it 105 101. Uh, then Lowry made a three, but um, uh, with four seconds left, LMA, Lamarcus Aldridge missed both free throws that he had. Siakam picked it up, but he clanked the heave at the end, and they lost that game. Uh, the Wizards won and won this weekend. They got a win against Atlanta, one eleven to one hundred one, but they lost against Utah, one sixteen to one twenty seven. They're thirteen and twenty six now. Gary Payton the second had the task of guarding Trey Young, and he held him to nineteen points, which was a great effort as he averages like just a shade over twenty nine points a game. So. Uh, over 10 points fewer than he averages. Atlanta pulled within three in the middle of the fourth, but Washington ended on a big 21-8 to run to put that game away and win by 10. Uh, they played well against Utah and had that 15-point lead in the third, but the Jazz were too much, came back and win. Uh, Beal did return in this game after missing five straight. He had 25 points, one rebound, four assists, and a steal, but he is back. So the Wizards, they got Thomas Bryant back too in that game. So they should be getting better uh, moving forward here. So we'll see. I mean, the East has a lot of open playoff spots to to gain. So we'll see if the Wizards can make a run or not. I I wouldn't bet on it. The Pelicans beat the Knicks 123-111 on the road. But then they got stomped by Boston. They're 14-26. Uh, they had won seven of their last nine going into that game against the Knicks that they won, and they went on a nice 15-3 to run in the second and led all the way to the end after that. But the bigger story in this game was Zion was out during pregame warm-ups. The crowd got to see him go, and I swear every reporter, didn't matter how good you played in that game if you're the Pelicans, were just asking, what do you think about Zion? What do you think about Zion? What do you think about Zion? So Zion's supposed to be back in a couple weeks, so we should be getting a date here fairly soon and um you know the pelicans can absolutely use a a little influx here there's still 12 games below 500 but i don't think they're going to push for a playoff spot and that celtics game they just got stomped and that was the tatum scoring 41 game uh the bulls lost to the pacers 103 116 but beat the uh pistons 108 99 they're 14 and 26 now uh their bench was uh this was the pacers game where their bench got outscored 31 to 58 they pulled within four at the end but couldn't close that and the game against the uh the pistons this is weird they have 14 wins. Four of them are against the Pistons. That's a four-game sweep of the Pistons. And Daniel Gafford started for uh, Wendell Carter Jr., who's out. He had 14-7-2 with a steal. He was 7-9 of nine shooting. But the bigger thing that he did in this game was he got Drummond ejected by getting in his head. Uh, Drummond got frustrated, threw the ball at his head, and got ejected. And uh, Detroit pulled within two late, but... Just couldn't close it out. Uh, the Knicks, two, uh, one-on-one, excuse me, this weekend. They lost that game against the Pelicans that I just told you about, but they beat the Heat 124-120. Uh, 11-29 is their record now. 
They were down six going into the half against the Pelicans. Pulled it to within one in the third, but never took the lead in the second half. Taj Gibson did have a season-high 19 points on eight of eight shooting, so he had a great game, uh, but they they uh, lost to the Pelicans. And Miami was up by as much as 14 points late in that game in the third, but the Knicks came back and uh, were up 122 to 119. Jimmy Butler was fouled and made two free throws. Uh, Barrett made his on the other end, and they missed, uh, I believe it was Butler, missed a heave three at the end to try to tie it, and the Knicks get a win. You know, the Knicks have been playing much, much better ever since Fisdale has been gone. Uh, the one-loss teams, I told you about the, the Raptors. They had that close game at the end, but Aldridge... Missed the free throws, giving them a shot at the heat, but they couldn't quite get it. But the bigger news was Pascal Siakam came back. His first game since December 18th, he played 30 minutes, had 15 points, five boards, four assists on six of 17 shooting. So that's right around 35%. So he needs to get a little bit better, knock that rust off. But uh, he should make the Raptors much, much better. And they're still 11 games over 500 at 25 and 14. So they're fine. Um the Sixers lost that game to Dallas 91 to 109. They're 25 and 15. They had 18 more shots in Dallas, but made three fewer overall. Uh, Brett Brown said it was a tale of two halves for sure. To have 19 more shots than a team, uh, you wouldn't think you looked back down and looked at the score and that it was going to equal that margin of a loss. And uh, yeah. It did. Uh, they just could not make any. The Thunder lost that uh, game uh, against the Lakers, and they just didn't look like they had any energy after that big win against the Rockets the other night. Uh, they were 9 of 31 from 3, 28%. That's not going to get the job done. Uh, the Magic lost that game to the Suns. Uh, Booker pretty much sealed that win late. The, the Wolves lost the game to... Houston, and that was Cat's 13th straight miss. Ryan Saunders said, we need to uh, be better in terms of withstanding runs, especially against a good team. Give them credit. They got us tonight. Uh, the Blazers lost that game against Milwaukee. Whiteside did miss that game with an illness, but the, the Blazers were never really close. 2-8 uh, and eight in their last 10 games, too. So they seem to be going through weird... Uh, big stretches, the Blazers, because they had uh, the the big losing stretch before they got Carmelo. Carmelo, Carmelo infused a little energy to them, and now they're back on uh, you know two of their last eight. No good. Uh, the Pistons lose to the Bulls, of course, and that was the Drummond got ejected. Uh, they pulled it within two in the fourth, but then the Bulls went on a run. Just uh, not a very good effort. The Heat lost both their games. They're still 27-12, and 12, but it was weird. You know, they lost two games by a combined seven points, the 113-117 against Brooklyn and 121-124 against the Knicks. The Hornets lost both their games, the one against the Jazz and the one against Phoenix. The Warriors, I mean, the, the good news for the Warriors was um, – D'Angelo Russell came back after missing six straight games in that game against Memphis. Uh, he played 35 minutes, had 34 points, seven rebounds, four assists, and five triples, but that was the eight straight loss for the Warriors. Just not very good. Nine and 32, and the Hawks lost both their games. They are eight and 32 this year, 101 to 111 on the road against Washington and 86 to 108 against Brooklyn. So the 10 point loss was the good loss for them. Uh, they just got pummeled. But Vince Carter got a nice, uh, you know, he got a nice ovation from that Nets crowd. So that was good. Uh, taking a look on the docket tonight, only one game has a spread because there's so many little injuries and flu and stuff like that going around right now. The Pistons are hosting the Pelicans. 
Uh, Give me the Pelicans in that one. I don't think that's going to be a very good game. Sixers and Pacers. The Sixers have not been playing well. I'm going to take the Pacers at home. Uh, Boston is a nine and a half point favorite against the Bulls. I would take them. Uh, The Thunder on the road against the Wolves. Oh, man. Uh, Give me the Thunder. They've been playing better overall. Uh, For whatever reason, the Wolves seem to sneak that win in. Um, so I think it's going to be closer. I, I think if there was a spread, I'd be taking the Wolves, but there's no spread. Uh, the Blazers are hosting the Hornets. No spread in that game. I'm going to take, ooh, God, both these teams have been playing so bad. Um, I'm going to take the Blazers. They're a better team than the Hornets. I think they should win that one. The Kings are hosting the Magic. Give me the Kings because they're at home. That's a long trip. And the Lakers should stomp the Cavs in the late one. So, That is going to wrap it up for me. I hope you guys enjoyed your NBA weekend and have a great week. And I will talk to you guys in a couple days. You can find me on the Twitter at Bogdan Sports, at Is It The Welsh, at SportsGrid, at FNTS. See you guys later. Take it easy. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.